Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, I'm Ramin Karamlu and welcome to my podcast, The Hang, where I get to hang out with some of my friends and get some much needed face-to-face time and talk about, well, Whatever. Hey folks, welcome back to part two of my hang with my great friend Simon Bailey. Let's dive right back in where we left off, talking about Teatro, Theaterland's fastest selling gold status supergroup that Simon was a founding member of. So you guys recorded the album quickly, right? It was quick, yeah. I mean, the whole turnaround was super fast. I mean, because I remember... Was it one of those things where... Did you all four go live in one place together? Or was no, it- no, we all because we we all lived in we all lived in London. So well, Jer- they flew Jeremiah over, and Jeremiah obviously stayed in London. So we're all around. I <clears throat> had found a place weirdly, which was thirty seconds away from Sony um, headquarters, and I was living there, and it was fast. So they took a long time to kind of, d- d- I think, choose people. I can't remember that. It was anyway. And then it took a long time to work out the deal of it all. And, you know, and then because we knew we were the four. And at that point, was all four separate agents, acting agents, cutting the the deal? Yeah. So, uh, of course, we obviously we didn't drop acting agents because they were the ones who um, we wouldn't anyway. But um, they're the ones who set it up. And so they were working then with Jonathan Shalit. So everyone was kind of working together. So Jonathan Shallot acts as the band's so he music was, manager. That's right. So he was kind of in charge. It was so your agents had to liaise with Jonathan Shallot. That's, that's right. <clears throat> there's the holdup. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> and it took a long time to work out everyone's deals. And, you know, we had to meet with, you know. But also Jonathan's fighting on your behalf to the label. Well, that's it. Yeah. So... I mean, it took such a long time because you got four individuals acting as a band because we weren't quite a band yet because we right. hadn't been together yet, but we were still four individuals fighting for what we wanted. And of course, some things would come in and we were like, well, no, that doesn't really quite work with this. It would go to and forth. And it's, I think it took about two and a half months for this deal to get done. And then finally, we got this email through saying, you have this five album deal with Sony. And we were just like, oh my God. Wow. It was crazy because... <clears throat> This was where my Phantom story is amazing because I had just been offered Raoul that year and I was offered Teatro at the same time. I'd left, I'd just finished playing Andras and I'd been offered Raoul, <clears throat> but I was also offered Teatro at the same time. And I just had to, I, I would just, I, it was like one of those really like amazing but difficult decisions. I was like, well, I, 
I have to do this. I have to do this. You know, and I was going, oh, but I really want to do Phantom as well. And it was so it was nuts. <clears throat> so after Teatro finished, um, you know, I, I we kind of rang back to Phantom. It was like, well, you know, Simon's available now if you still want to see him. They're like, yeah, absolutely. And so I went into the into the casting, into the audition. And I literally said as I walked in, I said, thank you so much for considering me again because obviously what happened last year I said it was something that I just really had to do and they were like we're just glad you came back it was so lovely and from that point it was you know I just knew that was going to be one of those one of those jobs we like when you start like that how can it possibly go wrong so you all toured Cotton sort of no it didn't really I remember you doing some big old we did some big stuff so we did proms in the park at Hyde Park and we did this one called stars of Europe uh, which was in Brussels, which we did. It was like 45,000 people. It was crazy. Like so it, just, ama- some of the most amazing, exp- with the raw variety performance. So there was some of, the, I mean, some of these amazing life memories, um, which, you know, I will forever remember, you know, I got a gold album, which now hangs on my wall at home. And, wow. you know, these things, which when you grow up and you just think, well, what would you like to achieve? I'd like to have something like that. That'll never happen, you know. It's but, amazing that you have a gold <clears throat> album, yet you would think that would have propelled to yeah. more success. But in the record industry, it's so hard. So hard. And I think what happened was, because we <clears throat> we reached gold status really quickly. I think it was in like two and a half weeks or something. It was so fast. Which is unheard of. Unless unheard you're of. Adele. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, and I think it was one of those things. Someone said we were the fastest of that type, like musical theater we were the fastest musical theatre. Does that happen nowadays? I don't know. I mean, I suppose it's pretty different now with streaming and with all that stuff. But that's what I feel w- went against you. You guys, even though you want gold, came at a weird time. Where it was in the middle. Everything was changing. <clears throat> everything was changing. Well, this was the thing. When we met with our music lawyers, you know, we didn't know anything about it. And he was like, he said, well, look, your money won't come, your own personal money won't come from album sales. No. And I was like, but surely that's the main i didn't know anything and he said look now it's all about streaming and it's about this and at that point i was like i, I thought that was water what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what that was really <clears throat> and he was like it's, forget that it doesn't matter how many you could sell 15 million albums you'll probably see about 25 quid i was like what he said it's going to come from the touring side of it so we're going to make it our deal was kind of based really around touring and merchandise and all things like that but it was nothing to do with album sales but still <clears throat> we were presented with this gold album live on a tv show which we didn't expect because we didn't even know we'd gone gold and they had sony you know which was lovely of them had four like you know those really cool yeah, yeah. like frame things <clears throat> they had those frames made up for us with our names all individual names Fair play. which was such a nice thing to do because they didn't have to do that um but then from then it just something just happened and it just didn't click and we didn't get as high in the charts as as it was expected and that was the end. And was there an official like it's done guys. Doors closed or we're co- closing yeah. shop. It was yeah, it was <laughs> it was kind of brutal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well I just got an it was <clears throat> I'll never forget it. It was uh, probably about a week or two before Christmas. It was like 2007. And at that point, how long had Teatro been? Like six months. Six months. Holy shit. Oh, mate. You went from nothing to gold 
to closing doors Nothing all in six months. Nothing to gold to doing the Royal Variety performance in October to in front of 6.2 million people that saw it to within seven weeks of that, hey, guys, this is your last paycheck. Thanks very much. Why? At that point, <coughs> the trajectory was still on it the just, up, right? Yeah, I, th- I just, it, whatever happened, I, I think it just, musical theatre fans bought it and then it just kind of, and then, of course, we had... Because we were up against like Il Devo and things like that, and there was a, a thing, there was stuff in that happened. There's got to be politics involved because there is. Uh, but yeah, if you said to me eighteen months, okay, but six months, you just got presented <clears throat> gold. Yeah, five. I mean, this this way. I mean, still, it was crazy because on the table we had this five album deal. We were told how much that deal was worth or how much they'd spent in that, and um, all of our suits were from Dolce and Gabbana, and they were this, mm. and I was like, this is. I mean, this was, it was literally a dream. You know, we were flying to different countries. They flew us to Bucharest to go and film our music video. And then that music video wasn't quite right. So like, we're going to film. man. We're going to capital f- music theater world. Brilliant. <coughs> they love it. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> I don't know. No, so Bucharest is next to Budapest. Okay. Yeah. And you, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I don't have to. Uh, here's Lots a, I, of people go out there to record. They do a lot. I mean, a lot of filming. Frog. Yeah. A lot of filming yeah. gets done in Bucharest. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, that's why it's beautiful. But then we came back. They'd spent like 150000 on that music video. We came back. They're like, See, that's the problem. we didn't like that. So we got another one. So we did one in London. Uh-huh. We hired this amazing boat. And we <clears throat> we filmed it all the way down the Thames. We filmed outside City Hall. I mean, this music video is amazing. But it costs like. That's Three, the problem. I think like three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. You know, but that's you know, listen, live and learn, isn't it? And um the least you spend on getting the product out yeah. the better, man. I would I'd rather forego advances and just say market yeah. it. Well that's kind of what we did. I mean I think people talked about they they kind of said, Well, do you want a an advance in like a chunk? And I think we all just kinda of went, Oh no, because that's kinda of like a loan. And if they loan you that money and you don't recoup that money, you owe them that money. That kind of that was kind of mm. my understanding of it. So we just said we we took like a small monthly wage, which is smart. <clears throat> which is smart, but I mean, we still did, we, only it wasn't something that that made us. When I look at what Sony did for my first album, and I found out what they paid to make that album, yeah. I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I remember going and getting into Abbey Road Studio. I and mean, look, I'm very grateful. Yeah, like what an experience. Yeah, but we had like a seventy piece orchestra for one of my songs. Yeah, it was like. Well, yeah, we had the role. Work with just a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, we had the exam- exactly the same. We had the Royal Philharmonic play for our album. We we're like, well, that's amazing. But but look, everyone did it with the best intention. You know, I can't remember. <laughs> Was it when you were in New York with Sergio? <laughs> and were you when you were playing your noses? <laughs> I kind oh. of, I kind of the nose banjo. Human, ba- no, H- human, human bagpipes. Human, human bagpipes. <laughs> and I was like. Get him in. That'd be great. Listen, <laughs> cost a thing. It's something new. A little bit of dignity, but they haven't it. they haven't heard it before. <laughs> so let's just create some new music. I was thinking, <laughs> get Karimli on the old human bagpipes. Yeah, bring him home. Yeah. Run through the nostril. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. So man, my heart sank even just hearing you say, "This is your last paycheck." <laughs> oh man, hands over. It was it was literally heartbreaking. I remember I and not because of the money. <laughs> 
It's just no, like it was. Oh, we just started exactly, and we were all, we were all starting to gel. You know, as as performers, we were just starting to understand. You know, because I think, you know, and tell me what you think about this. When you go from playing characters to being yourself on stage, it's terrifying. It takes time, man. And you need to learn how to talk to an audience and not be scared about doing that and being like, "Well, is that going to sound stupid? Is that going?" You just got to just talk. Yeah, and you got to stop filtering yourself and yeah. stop being apologetic. Exactly. And be vulnerable and be imperfect. Yeah. Because that happens. And exactly. That's who you figure out how you are as an artist. That's which right. Which I still think I'm slowly figuring out. I still think there's a bit of a facade. Yeah. Um, but I think there has to be, doesn't there, a little bit? Because I think, it like, like you just said, like when we were talking about social media, you try and keep your personal personal. It's the same thing really with... Well, then again, I suppose, I mean, if you're writing songs which are about something, you're, you're already giving a chunk of, of, of your heart and yeah. your, your thoughts to, to... But then you don't need to talk about it. It's exactly. There. It's there. <clears throat> so to talk about it, I think, is more of a different thing, you know, and it's, it's more of a, tr a difficult thing. And you also, you know, that, that's, for, that's not... For I don't want to spoon feed what I feel they should interpret. I want them to interpret what exactly. they want to interpret. Yeah. You know, the aud audiences aren't dumb. No. Audiences aren't incapable of thinking for themselves and yeah. I, and when i'm in an audience don't tell me how to feel exactly don't tell me when i'm going to cry yeah. or laugh i'll figure that out yeah you do you it's also you know when when artists get up and they talk after every song or before every song and i think there's sometimes you can just let yeah. just play and then yeah. because these are like you say audiences aren't stupid they they can work things out for themselves and yeah. that's part of the fun for them as well i think of you've written a song this is this is the song it's called x and then you'd play that and they're like Oh, I wonder if that's about, and it's fun for them to go into their imagination then, mm -hmm. rather than going, "This is about this. I wrote this on this, and this is about you know." I think it's more fun for them to. And everyone has a different starting point. I don't know what they've brought to the show as an audience member. Mm. I don't know what their day's been like. Exactly, you, you can't, you can't uh, preempt that. Yeah, no, of course. So I think that's all. Yeah, it's all it's all fun to do to do that and to and to give people paint little stories for for, for people and get and. They can make their own beginning and ending, but you give them the information and they can do whatever they like with it. That's why we do theatre. That's why we that's why we do what we do, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Is to make people think. And to, and to, or, or, you know, when you do a show, it's for people to forget for two and a half hours. Or you can feed a song out and go, well, I wonder what that's about. And then it can make people think or it can they can get it straight away or they can wake up the next day and go, oh, I wonder if it was that. That's, you know, and yeah. then it makes them think about something of their own experience as well. And so it's, it can be an, uh, an altogether cathartic experience, which is great. <clears throat> yeah, that is true. I, what's my, where my mind is going now is like, but you can only do that if you put your damn cell phones away. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I went to, uh, I just, but I, I don't want to make this into a rant, but no, it's so true. It is so true because of course, when you're on stage and you see self, like when you see, um, the phone's going up everywhere in the light. I mean, it's something that, I mean, it, well, you're out, it, you're out, you're done. And cause you can see that guy, you're like, why the fuck are you, you just, I don't, I like, A, you've paid money to see this. B, we're working our asses off. C, person, the person next to you and behind you can see your fucking light. Turn it off. And then you have some people say, well, you should be paying attention to what you're doing. I was till the fucking light <laughs> <Yeah>. went off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and so was the person next to yeah. him who was now disturbed. Well, you've got lights in your face the whole time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm but, now beginning to think it's you <laughs> with a cell phone. <laughs> 
but I have to go through a week of tech for that. I don't want unexpected shit in my face. <laughs> I had someone, I went to go see Come From Way um, two nights ago. How incredible is that show? Which I loved. Um, I absolutely loved it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> At no point, and this is where I really uh, was thinking, that director... Christopher Ashley, yeah. right? Christopher Ashley? Must be. I feel embarrassed now. I'm going to Google this while we talk. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, at, at no point did you not know who was who or where they yeah. were. Just by a simple turn of yeah. the chair, a hat switch. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal. So clever and um, so slick. And like you say, because a lot of people are changing characters maybe two, three times, and it's so fast. You, like you say, you never go, oh, I'm lost. I'm I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Everything is so clear. I mean, you had some great actors. I went to go primarily because um, I, I wanted to go see David Daxton because, you know, you know, Daxton's a really good friend of mine. and um, Who's I, a phenomenal actor. Phenomenal actor. I did Love Never Dies with him. Yeah, you. that's right. Christopher um, Ashley. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just, I was kind of blown away by it. And I love the fact that it was all um, done in one act. I love yeah. the fact there was no let up. I love the fact it was... Everything was there for you. Didn't have a chance to kind of breathe. How much did you love the band taking the final bow? Oh, loved it. I mean, but that's the kind of folky. I I love that stuff. I mean, it kind of there was when I when I when I went to go and sit down. It kind of reminded me of Once, the setup of Once, and I was yeah. like, well, there already I'm in because I loved Once. I thought that was amazing, <clears throat> and it was then it was kind of the same kind of Irish folksy rock kind of style. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a a great play. I mean, and a great play told by great actors. And um, I thought it was great. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I've seen some really cool stuff. Like I went to go and see Dear Evan Hansen three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, which I thought was unreal. Amazing Un writing, eh? Oh, my God. Like, I mean, I was. it was one of those, I was just like, shit, that's probably one of the best things I've ever seen. I thought it was incredible. And this young, this guy, Sam Tutty, who plays Evan, who, who, the, the guy I saw play Evan. Yeah, I saw um, you tweet him. Yeah, I mean, just, I, and I, I meant that because I said, uh, I tweeted, I said, look, if I was, if I was like 12 years old and I was getting into musical theatre, I'd want to be in that show and I'd want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, because I remember, because what did get me to do that was when I saw Joseph for the first time. Yeah. And that's what got me into it. And I was like, I want to be that guy and I want to be in that show. You played the Pharaoh. When I played the Pharaoh. So I, when I got that part, I was like, oh my God, like little dreams that this is what makes our, our job fun. And we'll always keep it fun and always keep it exciting is when you start to realize just little personal dreams, you know, when you get a phone call because saying you're going to play the Pharaoh, 
I lost my mind. <laughs> I remember you telling me this that that yeah. was your dream. I was like, I when totally we were lost Phantom. my mind. Yeah, I lost my mind. Yeah, and then you know, subsequently, I get to work with Tim Rice and do. I went around to Tim Rice's house and sang "Close Every Door" around uh, around his piano in his house. I was like, "What the? What's life, man? <laughs> Isn't cool. he one of the nicest men? There is no one nicer. He is the loveliest guy. Human beings, I should say. I mean, really, he really, really is." I mean, this is where I think I even said around that time, I got a picture. I felt embarrassed because I hate doing it. But I said, can I have a picture with you? He was like, of course you can. You know, and and I left there going, don't meet. They say don't ever meet your heroes unless they're Tim Rice. You you know what I mean? Because when someone's that graceful with everything he's achieved. And of course, then you go, but you wrote Jesus Christ Superstar. You wrote Evita. You wrote Joseph. You wrote The Lion King. Like it's you go, this is and you you would never know that to talk to you, nonstop. Yeah, how many hits, man? This guy is like a factory. The Midas touch. It's crazy. So this year has been trying for you. Trying, yeah. But, uh, right now, mm-hmm. you've this is your first time you've finally put a name to deed. Yeah, that's it. So out of something out of something tragic comes. You know, you have to always look at. Positives, and that's what this year's been been really about. <clears throat> you know, I think when you, especially now having like lost both parents now, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to try and bum everyone out, but it becomes a, you you have to start again. Basically, you have to kind of, and it's made me, um, it's made me realize who I am more than I ever realized before. You know, without question, and what makes me happy, and what doesn't, and what you're willing to put up with and what you're not and <clears throat> life's too short, basically. hundred percent. Yeah. And so, yeah. So now I have this, I have this place and it's, it's amazing. I love it. So you bought a place. I man. bought a place. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm now loving things that everyone always used to tell me. I always used to find boring. Like I had new carpets put in the other day and I was giddy. I had a boiler put in I know. and I did a little dance. I was like, what are you? Have you looked into crockery yet? <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of Tupperware one might get for the cupboards? The crystalware is on order. <laughs> How much have you been on Amazon? Uh, quite a lot. Um, I've been on Amazon quite a lot. I have been looking at all of those places. I've started to look at building my own sofa and like... All stupid things. What do you mean building your own sofa? Not built, not You from... don't have to do that. There's places that have sofas already built. Well, yeah, I was... Oh, man, I've been looking at the wrong places. <laughs> I got redirected. I see you with, like, cloth and, like, sewing kits and hammers. Like, what? <laughs> Just, like, hammering some fabric into the floor and going, that looks all right. <laughs> That's fine. So what do you... <clears throat> is it a flat or house? Yeah, it's a flat. One bedroom flat. Um... And the location of it is insane because I can get anywhere in like 20 minutes. It's just, I just love it. I'm just absolutely in love with it. Um, you know, now, so now my sister's looking at doing the same thing. So I'm helping her with that and all that business. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's been like a strange year in a lot of ways. Um, you know, but also, you know, whenever I walk into that flat now, I, I literally smile and say thank you to them. So it's, um, yeah. And you seem, I feel... Even through your Twitter, because I, I feel like it oozes a lot of like who you are and the connections you have and relationships you have. Mm-hmm. How important have those relationships relationships have been over the last year? Yeah. I mean, it's so much. I mean, you know, you, it's, you know, it's people who take the time to message and, you know, and just kind of just show that they, that they care and, 
they're thinking about you and stuff. It's, you know, because it's, it's like it was the worst possible thing. It was crazy. I remember because I was on tour. And this goes to show how deep family connection can be because remember I was on tour. I was in Bristol and it was the morning of um, Halloween. <laughs> Great. And I I was, I was woke up. And I remember I woke up about 8 o'clock in the morning. And we, had a two, we had two shows that day and I just felt awful. I was like, no, I, I need to, I need to sleep again because something, something's not right. And I woke back up again at about half past 10, 11. I was sat on my bed and I was sharing a house with two, two other people. And one of the guys came out and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, something, something feels, something feels wrong. He was like, oh, you put, it's just, it's a two show day. You just can't be asked or whatever it was. I was like, I said, no, something just feels wrong. Like I had this cloud around my head. It was strange. <clears throat> and I just thought, fucking man up, just get on with it. Just, and we were walking to work and um, I was lagging behind these two and they were like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. Something's, something's really weird. And then 10 minutes later, I had the phone call from my sister saying, you know, it's, it's mum, come home. And of course I lost my mind, but then I thought back and then we kind of worked out the time that it probably happened was eight o'clock in the morning. And I woke up and I was like, I don't want to be awake. I need to go back to sleep. And it was strange. I knew nothing. And I was still like, something's wrong. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong. Like I didn't feel ill. I just knew something was wrong, you know, and it was, that's what it was. Was it a surprise in yeah. the sense of she was fine it leading is, up to that she point? Wasn't, was she wasn't, she wasn't fine. Um, um, but it, that was a, the time frame was certainly a surprise. Yeah. So <clears throat> it was, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a shock. And it was, it was strange because it was the same, same situation as with my dad. You know, I just got a phone call going, sorry. And I was like, what? It was just, you know, like, bang, the, light, the lights went out, you know. I remember the ink you got. Yeah. It well, that's it. You know, the ink that's on the arm. Do not go gently into that good night. And then the one on my arm as well, the goodbye, you know, mm. all that stuff. Yeah. Of course, you know, we... So these are always nice. These are nice reminders of our friendship because that's when when we were out in Malaysia, wasn't it? <laughs> and you went, let's go and get tattoos. I was like, oh. yeah, that, that's sharp. <laughs> to this day, and I tell this story to friends, if we'd start talking about ink and whatnot. Yeah. I remember you sat in a chair. Your legs, one leg is <laughs> crossed, you know, it's as Eddie's working on your arm. And I think, you know, you... Once you get past that first bit and you think, okay, this is what's going to be like now for the next couple hours, mm -hmm. you must have shifted. <laughs> As I came in, you shifted, but while Eddie was mid-ink. Yeah. And I remember he, he, and it stopped, and he went, you fucking idiot, you moved. <laughs> and you went, is that bad? <laughs> so he had to sort it out, and he, obviously it's fine. Yeah. But I remember in the evening, during before the show, I walk in a room, and you're just silently looking at your ink, and yeah. there's a bit of like a red rash coming up. <laughs> and then you went, hey, man, is this bad? I looked down, and all I see is red, and I couldn't process it quick enough because I'm just like, is it? I'm thinking to myself, well, this, I didn't That's get never red, happened before. I didn't get no red rash. And you just kept staring at me, and after a good like – what felt like ages, it probably was five seconds, but felt like 30. You're yeah. like, say, you're not saying anything. Say anything. <laughs> say something. This is where you're supposed to reassure me. I said, I really don't know. You had like one of those, it was like your face, like those, that emoji with the eyes, which is like was so wide. I was like, 
am I going to die? Is, it, is this I, it? I think my first reaction, my first reaction, all I could say was, well, why'd you move? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was scared. I was scared. But yeah, so that was it. Was a nice reminder. I mean, those are I mean, those are great trips as well. You, me, Steve, out in Malaysia. I mean, that's. I mean, I loved going out there, man. That was could not stop laughing. Yeah, that the was things just we a, would do live on air. Yeah. for interviews. Stupid bunch of children. Yeah, like, like literally a bunch of children. As there. I'm speaking to <clears throat> the morning television host. Yeah, under the table, either you or Stevens trying to press their heel into my toes yeah. as hard as possible, <laughs> mid sentence, and I just yeah. have to keep my eyes on the prize. Life. Just answer the question. Live. I'll get them back. Yeah, and then I remember. Do you remember there was also that time in um in we were in uh, in Greece. Do you remember we were in Athens and yeah. we'd over there to that thing and there was this one TV studio we were in where we were just about to sing and all of us it was December it was like December time mm-hmm. so all of us were kind of struggling a bit because it was the cold was kicking in and there was this the the, the girl who was the TV host she was chain smoking in the background. Do you remember? Oh, yes. I don't remember. I, until you bring this up, I would never have been able yeah, to tell the story. Because we were about to sing, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? or whatever. A teatro hit. <laughs> teatro hit from across the day. And yeah, and she was just like happily, like for inches away. And we were all just like, Are you? What's happening? What are you doing? We can't breathe anyway. This is Greece. Yeah, it was, this is Greece. Yeah. So I want to ask you, because I've just done this, I just finished this job, which I loved. Um, well, I, Che in Evita, which is something that we share. What did you make of Did you love that part? It was probably my favorite experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, we did it out in Japan, <clears throat> Hal Prince's 40th anniversary production. Yeah. His right hand man, well, Hal, may rest in peace. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Daniel Kuttner put it on. It's just a phenomenal, it, it, it was one of those experiences where I flew thinking I knew the piece thinking I knew what I was going to get from it, mm-hmm. and it was turned on its head. It's exactly what I left feeling. And how more, maybe more relevant it is now. and Th- Than ever, yeah. I found there were so many similarities with various things, with her story. Like, I didn't know. I knew, I knew, so, I knew, the, like, and the money kept rolling in. I knew the tune. I didn't know the words. I'd, like, I'd, I'd done, done Oh What a Circus a bit. Mm. But the rest of it, I didn't know at all. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So when I was just offered this, I was like, Oh, that sounds like fun. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Then I listened to it more and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then, of course, I did it with this massive orchestra and this rock band plus orchestra. 
there was like 50 in the choir backing it all up. Oh, it was insane. In, in Reykjavik. The, in Reykjavik, a place called the Harper in Reykjavik, which is one of the most amazing concert halls I've ever been to. Again, I saw it on your Twitter. I was yeah. blown away. Oh, my what God. What did that see? It was like 1600. It looks much bigger. Sold out? So yeah, it sold out. We did. They weren't. Well, this is great. What I felt great about this, not for for me, but just for their, they're trying to really promote theatre out there. They're trying to get things on much more, and matinees aren't a thing for them at at all. I want to go to Reykjavik. Yeah. And work. <clears throat> However, no matinees. Yeah. No. But this is the point. So we were supposed to do Friday night, Saturday night. There was a potential to do Saturday afternoon if it went well, and they were like, but. I wouldn't worry too much about that because no one comes to matinees. The matinee was sold out. Wow. Yeah. So potentially this may be something that we can go and do again, which would be amazing because I would, I, I'd love to go do that again. But what an experience, man. I mean, that's just like, the, the that was that kind of, way, that's the way I love to sing. It's the kind of like, that's the kind of, Character I like to play. Yeah. You know, it was just that. It's so malleable. <clears throat> and depending on the direction, of course, there's so many ways it would be. Yeah. Depending on how the director wants to tell that story. Yeah. But Che just weaves in. Oh, it's just like such a dream. So. Yeah, super fun with it. It was, it was great fun, yeah. Did you love doing Rainbow Tour? I loved, I loved Rainbow Tour. Um, in fact, yeah, I think Rainbow Tour was one of my, it was probably the, f I don't know, man. I, I kind of went from. The money kept rolling in was was probably my favorite because we did this little thing in rehearsals and I was just like, because of course it's like verse, 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 you know. Yeah, but the chorus just slightly changes every now and then. It's like, which yeah, is it? Exactly. <laughs> which word is it? Um, but I remember the director in that rehearsal was like, he said, he said, I can just see you want to, you want to unleash a bit, don't you? And I said, yeah, I really do. He said, what do you want to do? Just do whatever you want. I was like, great. <clears throat> I said, well, look, I said for the second verse, like, I'd like to do the first verse, just just telling people and establishing. I said, the second one, I'd like, just sit on the lip of the stage and talk to the front row. I'd like to do that. And then I said, I'd like to get up, get a false sense of security. Then I'd like to run out into the audience and scare the shit out of them. And I'd like to have money thrown from the tops, of the, from these buckets at the top of the, you know, um, above the theater, you know, so they rain down on them and stuff. And I would go out there and I would hand money and throw money in their faces and just kind of get in amongst them because they just, that's not what they're used to out there. You know, they were like, this guy's crazy. Bunch of facial paper cuts and all that, but still they got the point. Yeah. The lawsuit is massive, but my God, do we have some fun. <laughs> no news. <clears throat> yeah. All news is good news. Exactly. No, but it was, it was such a great, I mean, I, I love that so much. Um, and I guess getting to do it in a, it was like a semi-staged concert. Um, so it was really focused on the music of it. But because everyone kind of came prepared, we got to tell the story properly as well. We got to do it and we got to we got to perform that. So that it came with, we had great big projections on the back as well. And so we were kind of, it was awesome, man. So what is it, a new production company? I don't know. They, so they're a, they, they, they put on things like this. So I think last year they did like a Les Mis where it was, um, yeah, they're, they're starting to do things like that. And I think they were doing a Phantom or they were looking into doing Phantom or something. And of course, then Evita came up. They've done a JCS. So they're great people to to, to, to work with because they they love it. Isn't that great? You just want to work with passion. You want to work with people yeah. who are hungry. Mm -hmm. And it's great to see that happen in a lot of uh, exactly. places that... <clears throat> 
the place right. that aren't used to it, like or or are, haven't been used to it. Um, and I think they're opening themselves up to a lot more of that now, which is great because we do you think Hollywood has a bit to do with that with all these mo uh, movie musicals that's getting people yeah I excited think so. about you know musicals. I think so yeah I think <clears throat> making them more accessible um, and you know and, and putting them on so like yeah like you say I mean these these great movies are coming out now which you know things like Greatest Showman or yeah. things like that which people are kind of going oh people that maybe weren't into musicals are going. Oh, actually, that's that's kind of cool. What should we go and see? Yeah, that's why, you know, I sometimes <clears throat> see people rag on the casting of these Hollywood films. And I know it'd be great to see colleagues in there. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, those films wouldn't be made otherwise. Yeah. And if they're getting made and it's making people get turned on to musicals and then even like a, a, a good percentage of them, it translating to actual West End yeah. ticket sales, Broadway <clears throat> sales. I go into Iceland now. I'll yeah. see what we what I do in Japan. Exactly. You know, all that's positive. Yeah, of course it is. You know, I think there was also, I mean, if and if, for example, you have things that now, so I mean, I guess the one that got a lot of people excited back in the day was Moulin Rouge. Mm. You know, I remember <clears throat> that was around, I mean, like 18, 19 years ago, that film. You know, and now it's Holy now crap. it's crap. Yeah, like how old am I? <laughs> Old Father Time. Yeah. yeah no, and that's now been made into a, a show over in Broadway, which is doing really, really well. You know, and I think if they were to bring you know, like the, the Greatest Showman over, I'm sure that would obviously have like a great life now. Because anyway, but all these things, it can only help. And if it, it help people kind of getting in into the doors of theatre and coming to see it, then it's all a good, um, it's all for a good reason, isn't it? So besides uh, making your new purchase a home and uh, getting everything sorted. What's on the cards in the future? Well, I mean, I I really enjoy doing um, gigs and concerts and things like that. Like, I I'm really, really enjoying that at the minute. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, show, I haven't, like, the last show I did, <clears throat> I think we finished, what was it, Jersey Boys, we finished in March. And, of course, I miss doing shows. I miss the kind of routine of it. And I, I miss that kind of regularity. I miss that side. But, you know, other avenues open up and and there's a new little path now. So I'm doing a lot more gigs. Like I'm singing really varied stuff. Like I'm doing a lot of Queen gigs and I'm doing, you know, the incognito stuff where I do, there's a lot of opera kind of thrown in and oh, yeah. all that it. stuff. And then, you know, and then of course, like the concerts, like the, the ice that like, so like Evita and things like that, there's a few of those. And, I, and I'm really enjoying the kind of variation of that. And are you going to start thinking about producing? Yeah, well, in fact, I was talking with because um, a friend of mine because I I, w I wanted to go over to Iceland completely prepared, so I'd learned the entire score before I turned up, which I think everyone should do. Everyone should. Rehearsals do. <clears throat> aren't for learning; it's for playing. Yeah, exactly. And I, well, that's why we got to the stage we got to because everyone knew their shit, and it was just like, well, if you're still learning Act One by Wednesday, and we do this on Friday, it, you're, yeah. this is going to be embarrassing. Especially for something like Avito or your Les Mises and JCS. Yeah. I'm like, there's enough resources out there. Exactly. You can find that. I mean, I, I mean, it's lucky. I mean, it was, we kind of did the, um, I learned off the, the one that Ricky Martin did, the Broadway, Eleanor Roger. Yeah. Um, you know, who I did Passion with. So it was nice to listen to that. But oh, she's amazing. She's awesome. I saw you, her ca do you it. came twice, didn't you? You came to Passion I, anyway. I saw you on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. I said, Simon, I'm coming Saturday matinee. I got to bring it. Mandy. Yeah. It was that good. Yeah. With David Daxon. That's right. <clears throat> that was a great cast. Um, Scarlett Strallen. Yeah. Um, Tim Morgan again. Yeah. 
and started because me and me and Tim left Phantom a bit early to go do that, which they luckily let us do. But yeah, so I was learning that, and, and I think you have the resources, and because you can listen to things and you can learn maybe 60%, but you can't learn it properly just by listening. So I, anyways, the point was I spoke to an MD friend of mine, Michael Bradley, <clears throat> and I just said, look, dude, if I, if I book a room for like two, three days, can we just go and do six hours a day and just keep repeat, repeat, repeat? Good for you. And he said, yeah, of course. Um, and so we did that. And then we, we were having a beer afterwards once. And, and I was saying, I kind of had this idea about this thing in this place with this show like, should we talk about? It? And, you know, and then we started to formulate these ideas and I was like, I could really do that. It's, and it was something I want to talk to you about actually, which I won't do now. Okay. But yeah, but no, but it's, but that, that was kind of like, well, why can't you do that? What stops you from being able to put something on if you want to put something on? Do you know how to get the rights and all that? See, I've always thought about producing. Then I, yeah. I find myself going, you don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Well, actually, but getting rights, this is what I found because we're like, actually getting rights, it, it can be tricky. But depends. I, I happen to have a link to this person, okay. a really good link, so that would make it much easier. Of course. <clears throat> um, but I think it's really a case of them going, yeah, okay, or don't touch my product. Well, I guess it has also with you, if you have these connections that you know, well, there, there's a space for the theater. Yeah. All I need is this, and you. I guess you're just producing. You're putting the puzzle together, right? Basically, yeah. You're just you're getting the your the ducks in a row. That's. That's kind of what you have to do. For you, man. Yeah, so that was kind of an idea. Because now, <clears throat> you know, sort of you do various other, you know, sort of concerts, gigs, and it makes you think, well, actually, I, I'd quite like to do that, and I would like to have these people do that. And I think those are the guys would be really great for that, and it's a great thing, so why not? I don't know, it's all little ideas, but um, yeah, why not, basically? Well, I look forward to the day we get to share a stage together. Yeah, man. And I got to start wrapping this up because of the next guest. And I feel oh, there's so much more I wanted to talk to you about, especially about <laughs> character development and whatnot. Yeah. But my beautiful wife, man, yeah. I said to her, I need to, um, I feel like I should ask the same sort of two questions if I'm going to keep doing these podcasts. Yeah. So first question, mm -hmm. favorite childhood memory. Oh, wow. Favorite childhood memory. Which um, one that comes to your head? Because I'm sure it's good morning one. Yeah, there's loads. But I, I, that my my parents took. That I had this um, when I was like when I was a young kid, I had this this school called Bike School, and I, it was just this. I don't know why that's come to my head, but basically we just got to, when it was break time, there were all these bikes all around the side of the school, and we all just got to play on bikes, and it was that was part of our part of our thing. And I'd never known that before. It was the only school that kind of did that. <clears throat> they Amazing. all had yeah. So bike school was always quite a fond memory for me. Beautiful. Yeah. Second question, and this was this one Mandy got into my head. Mm -hmm. What made you smile yesterday? Well, my, knowing I was coming to see you, man. Come on. <laughs> well, you know what? It made me smile. Yeah, no, it, but it genuinely did because I, you know, because it was the first time we were going to hook up for a long time. So yeah, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to get to my buddy. I love you, Simon. Love you, man. Thanks for the hang. Hey, thank you. Thanks for listening, folks, to my hang with the brilliant Simon Bailey. I'm really grateful I had the chance to hang with Simon, and I'm fortunate to call him friend. It's been far too long, but I'm glad we had this opportunity. Don't forget, you can connect with me at bpn.fm forward slash The Hang and on Instagram and Twitter at Ramin Karamlu. The Hang is produced by Dory Berestein and Alan Seals from the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find me online at bpn.fm forward slash The Hang. Don't forget, you can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Ramin Karamlu. 
on YouTube, a roaming Iranian, or my Facebook page, official Ramin Karamlu. Music for my podcast is by my friends and one of my favorite bands, The Dives. Please check them out at their website, thedivesmusic.com. That's thedivesmusic.com, where you can get to know them, hear their incredible music, get links to all their socials, and most importantly, their tour dates, where you can find out where you can see and hear them live. They are truly a great band, and they are phenomenal live. Check them out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.